a pod of tea podcast, your go-to place for tea and chats. I'm your host Emma, and I'm joined today by one Jack Ewins. Hello, Jack. Hello again. Hello. How unusual <laughs> to I'm see back. you. He's back <laughs> again with a ven- with a tea-based vengeance. Mm-hmm. He's here, and we are going to try a tea today and review it. And that tea is the Pucker Tea. I do enjoy the Pucker Teas. They're a good funny, brand. Funny name. Pucker. Who is it? Who says that? Jamie Oliver, isn't it? He became famous for saying Pucker. 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 Yeah. Don't think it's meant Pooka. to be the same. Is Pooka? It? Pooka. I wonder if it means something. It must do. Yeah, of course it does. Um, Pucker tea. Turmeric active. Turmeric active. Yes. An invigorating blend of finest organic turmeric, ginger, and galangal. Turmeric active. Yeah. So we. Sounds serious. Sounds very serious. We're going to. Well, the first thing it says on the back is run wild. So we're going to be energised and ready to get life is for living. Yes, it is. And that is a quote. I don't think they're quoting Rebecca Felgate, but whenever I say it, I'm quoting one Rebecca Felgate because she says life is for living. I actually wrote a song about that. Do you remember that song? Nope. (laughs) What was the title? What did I call it? You don't even remember it. I can't remember the title. <laughs> but it had Life Was For Living is one of the... Um, I remember that, was yeah. one of the lyrics. I remember you had a song about it. Every vibrant moment is pure gold with the glow of legendary turmeric. Now, turmeric is one of those spices that has got quite the reputation of being very good for you yeah. and very invigorating and all sorts of health benefits, some mm. of which we should look up in a minute, I think. Feel your body pulse with the warmth of ginger, whilst our herbal ta- champions, turmeric and galangal, support your every move. Say hello to running free and wild, and wild, in a golden blaze of organic glory. That is the best blurb for a tea I have read in a long time. <laughs> How would you rate it out of 10? That blurb? <laughs> yeah. 10 out of 10. I mean, if something's going to sell, I mean a tea as well. It's selling a tea, and it's making it feel like it's selling you pure energy. Exactly. That's what, that's what I want on this busy morning. Absolutely. Mm. So, <laughs> good news, it's for dynamic living. So, we need to infuse it in freshly boiled water for up to 15 minutes. So, I've got a teapot on the go here. Um, I've put two sachets, sachets, two tea bags in there. And if you have a look, Jack, that is one yellow tea. Ooh. And that is one hot teapot lid. Ooh. Yeah? Yeah, it smells Enjoying good. Enjoying the smell? Oh, it's a very ambery colour. It's like a cloudy amber colour. Mm, I can really smell the ginger. Although it kind of looks like something else. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, you can actually go on the website. Pucker have a website where they will tell you about how these herbs and spices will make you come alive. Mm. Which is very, very exciting. Mm. So here we go. Turmeric. Turmeric is an ingredient in curry that I have only just bought for our kitchen. And to this day, I've been trying... So I... I can I can uh, say that she has been very excited about this. About the turmeric. I've heard, I've heard a lot about the turmeric. <laughs> the turmeric. Coming into this household for the yes. first time. Because I have seen a series of recipes that call for turmeric, and we haven't had it. And then I've kind of like hodgepodged my way around various curry recipes, not including this one would say somewhat vital ingredient to a couple of these things so now we have it and i made a curry the other night i am yet to actually follow a proper recipe for a curry i've kind of gone with the chuck it in and see attitude well, which worked good. out quite well last yeah, time you make really nice curries it was really you know, good what do you call them in- improvised curries yeah kind of. curry improv is what we practice here <laughs> in the human's household um yes yeah, so it went really well so i wonder if the turmeric 
will stand out. And I had a turmeric tea not long ago, and it was prior to me buying the turmeric for curry. So I'm wondering if the flavour association of it being for a savoury dinner as opposed to a tea yeah. might come into play here. I'm hoping it won't. I'm hoping we'll just drink this and go, oh, that's a ruddy good cup of tea, is what I'm hoping. <laughs> I think that's what everyone hopes when they make a cup of tea. Yeah. They're hoping is... that when they take that sip, they're like, this is a ruddy good cup of tea. <laughs> ruddy good cup. We don't want a disappointing tea. No. Is what who I'm does? saying. Who wants a disappointing they cup of tea? They do exist, though. What, What's... people who want a disappointing no. cup of tea? disappointing teas exist yes but no one wants no one wants it so what would you say is the most disappointing cup of tea of your life (laughs) okay there there wasn't a specific well i'm trying to there's a specific one that i'm thinking of but it was but the time frame of when it happened is like kind of blurred it was like when i was a kid i was dunking my digestive biscuits in the tea and it was already kind of a milky tea. So I was a little bit like, oh God, I think I put too much milk in this. And then the whole biscuit just went in there and sunk to the bottom. No. And I think that it, obviously the biscuit was the thing that made it worse. But just all about everything about that tea was just, yeah. But, I, I, but as, if we're talking broad, broadly speaking, and this happens a lot, the most disappointing cup of tea is the ghost tea. The ghost tea, yes. That's where you go, you think you've still got a cup of tea left, or you've still got like half a cup left, and you go to reach, and you go put it to your mouth, and you look, and it's bone dry in the cup, because so you finished sad. it an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have experienced ghost tea. I hate them. I hate the ghost tea, so but they sad. happen all the time. And then you're at, you're at a quandary. Do you mm. get up and make another tea? Of course, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there is no quandary. <laughs> you just simply yeah. go and make another you tea. You have to remedy the situation. Yes. Fix it. Fix ah. your mistake and try and remember every... And then try and... Because it's disappointing because that means you've forgotten the tea. Yeah. Have it's you ever s- done that? Have you ever made a tea and forgot to put the tea bag in and then been a bit confused? No. <laughs> I feel like it's something I've probably done at I t- some point. I tend to, when I go to make a cup of tea, I'll put the cup down. Before I even turn the kettle on, I'll put the, the tea, tea bag, bag in. And the milk sometimes. Heathen. And, uh, and I'll uh, then boil the kettle. But what I mean is, like, it's not... The ghost tea isn't so much disappointing because you don't have a tea, which is sad enough. It's the fact that you forgot the tea you just drank. It's like, it's a dis- disrespect to the yeah. tea you just drank. And it's like, that's like salt on the wound, that is. It really is. Mm. It really, really is. It's now making me want, I'm going to very much enjoy this turmeric tea, but you're making me want like a proper... English breakfast. <laughs> English breakfast tea. <laughs> Because <laughs> all I've had this morning, oh my gosh, I am addicted to the David's tea that I brought back from Canada, the one that I talked about last week, the Buddha blend. Mm. It's so good, and I am going full, like, full committal with this tea, and what I've started doing is getting up in the morning, making one, and then putting on a yoga video, and doing some yoga, and in the kind of more resty moments, having a sip of the tea, and then finishing the tea at the end of the yoga video, and it is so nice. <laughs> I can say I haven't had one yet, but the smell is amazing. It smells lovely. So I think when I run out of those, I'm going to have to quite quickly try and find something similar. Well, I'm I'm wondering, there must be a David's Tea supplier somewhere in the UK. You probably order it online. Yeah, probably. Have it shipped over. Have a Mm. crate. A crate. Crate of tea. Hit me up, David. (laughs) (laughs) It's so nice. I've had that. Um, and I'm going to have this turmeric tea now, but I haven't had my classic. Should we actually have some turmeric tea? Yeah, how long has it? It's been brewing for about eight minutes. 
No, and it says up to 15, so it should be fine, actually. Okay. I'll just have we'll, a bit... Yeah, we'll meet in the middle. We'll meet in the middle. So let's have a little pour here in the cups. So not only are you going to hear this sound, but if you could see it, it also looks like what it sounds like. Jack Ewan's <laughs> lowering the tone on Pod of Tea podcast. My apologies, everyone. Here having a civilised beverage. Welcome to the urine sample episode. No! <laughs> Jack! Jack's not allowed on the podcast anymore. Who am I kidding? Constantly, I'm like, hey, Jack, you record a podcast with me today, please? Mm. Oh, that smells spicy and lovely. Mm. It's steaming. Steaming invitingly. First sip. Oh, I burnt my tongue. Oh, no. Can you taste anything? Not really. No. I wonder if maybe I was a bit too too stingy with the amount of tea bags. That was all right. It's okay. You know what I'm going to do? Are you going to pop another... I'm going to take the tea bag, one of the tea bags out of the teapot and put it directly in your cup. Ah. So it can infuse a bit more because that doesn't taste... That don't taste too strong. Okay. Okay, if you bring your cup over. There we are. All right. For you. Hey, I have a tea bag. Oh, the tea bag's like all yellow and everything. Wow, it's super yellow. It looks like there's curry in a tea bag. Pretty much. <laughs> what are we doing here? Good dunking okay. curry in water. Gonna let that dunk and infuse. Badunk a dunk. Badunk a dunk. Doesn't that mean bottom? Yes. <laughs> Honestly. How uncouth. We are being today. <laughs> <laughs> Deary me. So that's brewing. That is brewing. Your story about the biscuits earlier, the biscuit yeah. going into... Jack's got a very strange method for dunking <laughs> his tea right now. It's quite akin to turning his hand to some kind of fishing rod, I think, is what you're doing. I'm just holding my finger out and I'm pulling the string of the, <laughs> of the tea bag over my finger like a yeah. crane. Galileo mechanism yeah. or something we've got going on over here. Amazing. I don't know why. Um, yeah, the tea, the biscuit falling in the tea just took me back to going to, I want to say like preschool or something. It wasn't nurse. it was even before nursery. So here in the UK, you tend to go to nursery and then you go, you enter reception, which is the first year of school. So when mm. you're in nursery, you're like three, four years old. Um, oh no, it must have been a play group because I went with my mum. So mum took us, took me to this playgroup and they would serve squash and biscuits. And I remember someone dunking their biscuit into the squash and then I did it. And then Ugh. the grown-ups were, and I think we were copying the grown-ups dunking their biscuits in their tea. So we were like <laughs> tiny little tea drinkers in training, dunking, <laughs> our, dunking our biscuits into the orange squash. And it tasted gross. I remember being really sad because I'd get bits at the bottom of my of my squash and I'd be like, why? But I felt, I just remember being, I just remember thinking that's what you had to do. Well, the thing, like I watched this video online yesterday of this dad doing push-ups and then he does like a run on the spot and then he starts doing squats and he's got this like must be maybe one year old just copies him. Like it's just doing exactly the same thing. But when he comes to do the squats, like the dad does, like goes down and up and down and up, and the kid just goes down <laughs> and just stays there while his dad's <laughs> the kid's just sitting there, like just oh my because it doesn't quite understand what it's doing, but it's like Im- imitating the parent. Yeah, yeah, that's adorable. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do as a child, isn't it? You you copy. Mm-hmm. 
And you copied Duncan Biscuits into Duncan, Juice. Yeah, I did. <laughs> or rock, Squash. Show. Rock and Roll Life at preschool. I've got... What's your early, earliest memory? My earliest memory is being in a pushchair or... Because earliest memories tend to be really blurry. It's either I'm in the pushchair or I'm looking at the pushchair being brought up the stairs uh, by my parents before my sister was born. So, like, we're talking... You were really young then. Yeah, like, 1989, this must be. So you were, like, one. One or two. Your earliest memories when you were one or two. It's really blurred, but I just remember going up the stairs. That's it. Wow. I couldn't tell you anything else. Like, but it was... It's more so... I'd say it's more of a... A, a, a feeling memory rather than a visual one. Mm-hmm. Like I can kind of picture it, but I can't tell you what colour the walls were or what my parents, uh, you know, were looking like. I think there was like a wooden, wooden panels on the stairs. I think that's right. So we only lived in that flat because Cat was born sort of when they were moving, I think. But yeah, that's like I'm, 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 I'm the oldest. I must have been was two. Wow. That's a really early memory. Really, really might early. Have been born, but yeah. One of my earliest, I can't tell anymore if it's my memory or a video. <laughs> yeah. So there is a video of me. I don't even know how old I was. So my, I've definitely, well, I've got the, the preschool memory. So I must have been about three, two, mm. three for that. I've got quite a few memories of nursery. Um, but I've got this vivid memory of being stood at the top of the stairs holding a flag from McDonald's. And my dad was filming downstairs and I think we'd just got the video camera and I thought it was a normal camera. So he was wanting to film me doing stuff and I just stood at the top of the stairs smiling. <laughs> so there's this video <laughs> of me <laughs> holding this flag at the top of the stairs, like smiling. And then dad, I, on the video, dad's saying, do something, Emma. And I was coming down the stairs going, you took the picture. <laughs> like, yeah. really, I just didn't grasp what was going on. But you say this might be an actual videotape. So but you I've might... seen the video of it. So, so you don't know if you're just remembering watching yes, the video. Or... I feel like I can see my dad at the bottom of the stairs with the camera. But am I just imprinting that memory on myself because I've seen the video? But then sure. then does that constitute a real memory? Because exactly. you did it. Who knows? You did it and you can visualise seeing your dad down the mm. stairs. It's not like that didn't happen. There's no. video evidence, Emma. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It is interesting when you think about that. I think like... The one that stumps me is what's your next earliest memory? See, no one, no one can remember no. the second one. No, <laughs> you can go back to like the furthest one, but what's the second? They're memory? not in chronological order. No, I, I have yeah. like loads of kid memories. But but... Loads of kid memories. Mm. They were great. I remember painting. Painting. I'm doing the the commas here. The air commas. Commas. What are they? They're not commas. Speech marks. <laughs> And in the air, an air, I'm just air punctuating. Quotes. Air quotes, as they... I'm using sign punctuation. No, air quotes. Um, we were painting the building outside in nursery, and they would give us paintbrushes and tubs of water. And we were like, <laughs> paint, paint, paint. And obviously we weren't actually painting at all. But that was like one of the funnest things you could do. That's that was just like, child labour. They were just yeah, getting you to wash, clean the, wash everything. the school. Yeah. Really slowly, with <laughs> paint, and up to a very particular height. But, um, at least yeah. you're painting. Have you get this graffiti off. Yeah, <laughs> scrub it up, Jeff, kids. Have you had any more of the tea, Jeff? I have, it's What lovely. do you think? Uh, well, I said it's lovely. That's just because it's warm and it's a mm. drink. But if I'm being serious... It's a bit bland. A bit bland, you know? I'm with you. I can taste the spice. The ginger is very nice. It's not got any caffeine in it. 
says that's it's kind of like there's a lot of ingredients going on here. Okay, can you taste all these things? Turmeric? I can taste the turmeric. I don't I don't know if I know what turmeric tastes like. Right. Spike kind of warming, spicy. Mm. Ginger root, I can definitely I taste can the definitely ginger. Definitely taste the ginger, yeah. I have no idea what galangal root is. Mm. But I'm presuming we can taste it because there's fourteen percent of it in this. And then it says licorice root, nettle leaf. Burdock root, I can taste orange the nettle essential leaf. oil flavour, and tripala fruits. I can definitely taste something nettle in there. Like yeah. A, like a plant, like a so they don't seem to, in my mind, they're not coming through too strong for me, if I'm honest. No. I mean, as I get closer to the bag, obviously it's stronger. I mean, I really like it. I just, I don't think, I'll, I'll, I will enjoy the rest of this cup. But I don't think this is a tea that I would be like, oh, like how I have been with the David's tea, as before mentioned. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'll be sat here really sad when it's gone. This is a, this is probably the worst tea I've had on this podcast so far. <laughs> wow. Well, to, up to now, every single tea has been a very positive review. Yeah, we have to be honest. I don't like not being positive about the tea, <laughs> but... The thing is that it's not, there'll be people out there who will drink this and be like, this is lovely. But for me, it's like, I know there's better out there. Absolutely. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to look up the um, qualities of turmeric. Because mm. I wonder if this is more of a tea. I have already open. Oh, do you? I wonder if this is more of a tea that you drink to get these qualities than you would specifically for the taste. So here we go. What, what, what are we looking up? Is there a... Entomology, botanical description, uses. Uses. Oh, dye. So it's used as a dye. So there's a very good chance this teapot is going to be very yellow. And they, yeah, well, I mean, look at the tea bags. And the tea, yeah. They're, they're already, yeah, that's what I meant by it looks like there's curry. Uh, it's also, yeah, it can make turmeric paper. Paper? Yeah. Like people have drawn and painted wow. on turmeric paper. Um, <laughs> there's, um, Cadoba's new temple in uh, Jujuri, mm -hmm. where devotees, I'm reading off Wikipedia here, where devotees shower turmeric powder on each other. Look at that. There's like a picture of a wow. festival. They're all throwing yellow turmeric powder on each other. You'd be sneezing. Good God. Okay. Uh, I've got some health benefits here, Jack. Apparently it's been used for over 2,500 years in India. Mm -hmm. And the but the health benefits have been slowly revealing themselves. Oh, I have something interesting about it. This is all apparently it's very helpful if you have cancer. Mm. Well, this is all saying that eye health, Alzheimer's prevention. I don't know. Is this a reputable website? I'm not sure. I clicked on the first one. <laughs> what website one. is it? Anti-inflammatory healthdiaries.com. First one that came up on Google. This hasn't been a thorough research, Jack. <laughs> I clicked on the first thing I saw. Wow. Literally, it sounds like it's going to cure everything. Antibacterial, better yeah. sleep. Listen to this one, though. Okay. As turmeric and other spices are commonly sold by weight, the potential exists for powders of toxic, cheaper agents with a similar colour to be added, such as lead 2 and 4 oxide, giving turmeric an orange-red colour instead of its native gold gold yellow another common adulterant in turmeric uh methanol yellow known as acid yellow 36 is considered an illegal dye for use in foods by the british food standards agency wow 
So they are playing a fine game with this turmeric. They are. <laughs> the black black market of turmeric is is rife. Mm. Yeah. My friend um, Eleanor, she's the sister of my friend Charlotte, who I will hopefully get on this podcast soon. She was the lady, as aforementioned, who introduced me to you, T. So I'll, oh. I'll, I'll be arranging that so. very soon. She told me, um, Eleanor told me, because she um, struggles with, with flour and wheat. Mm. Um, I know her boyfriend's certainly celiac, and I'm, I think Eleanor's like around there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of herbs and spices that you get from the supermarket that she can't get because they add flour in them mm. to bulk them up. I think it's cheating. I'm very naughty, but mm. yeah. I was just gonna say the the on your point a minute ago uh, that the claims uh, that turmeric may help reduce inflammation 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 uh, remain unproven, unproven. As, of, as of 2017. Mm. So yeah, don't don't put your money on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't. You got a swollen ankle. Yeah, turmeric might not be the. That's actually quite a good way of looking at this. It does taste sort of. Kind of like kind of like a medicinal yeah I, like I think you would get this tea if there were some qualities in turmeric that you thought were going to help you if I had a stomach ache if I drank this it probably yeah the ginger probably distract me because I'd be like my tea sucks I'd forget <laughs> about my I'd forget about It'd my calm you down yeah I can't I'm not I'm not overly sold well let me bring something positive up then mm. let's change the subject if I make this noise hmm <laughs> what does that remind you of? Dark Crystal, Jack. Yeah. What did, you, what did you think of the new Netflix series, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance? I thought it was incredible. It was the mm. most beautiful thing I've seen on television for a while. Yeah, agreed. Just the artistry in every single shot was on point. It, it was looked... a, an amazing blend of practical and yeah. computer generated effects and, and the story everything everything about it was like just they and hit the it out story, of the story the story was such a wonderful fantasy tale it felt like a real fantasy story like the ones that i really love mm. that aren't over dramatic that you know there's some really understated moments in there like when they were all singing around the fire mm. in in a moment of mourning and the way they kind of dealt with that scene and the relationships they're puppets and the relationships <laughs> Felt so, sorry to ruin that <laughs> for you if you didn't know. Um, the, the relationships felt so real and their emotions felt so real. It was just, it was literally everything that I want in a story. Yeah, I, I like, like I was saying to you when we were watching it, um, we won't really talk about the, the plot or anything because, you know, just watch it is what I say. You don't need to watch the old 1982 film. No. You can just watch this series because it's a prequel and you'll understand what's going on because it's all explained. But like, um, I was saying to you, like it, a lot of fantasy things, especially since Lord of the Rings became so massive, uh, such a massive hit, a lot of um, fantasy films tend to have just fallen into kind of replicating that sort of look and feel. Like the, the like for example, his his one like like Snow White and the Huntsman film. I haven't seen it, but like I've seen what it looks like and I'm like that looks like it could just come from Lord of the Rings like there's nothing that defines it from other fantasy based things um there's been a lot of those there are exceptions but Dark Crystal like the 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 mythology that they have for this show that they expand upon in like comic books but like and uh and the, obviously the original film that kicked it all off but like the mythology in this series regardless of everything else is so rich that like you know they have these creatures in there called podlings 
which are, are like one could argue are like their equivalent of like hobbits. No, but they're uh, so but different. But they're so different. Yeah, it's like you've got this little tiny like group of uh, a race of, uh, of of humanoids. Yeah. Who uh, like you like to live in the mud and all that. That's what I mean by like they're they're kind of like the hobbits of that universe. But but their houses, everything is so different that you're like. It feels it's, it feels like its own thing. It doesn't feel like they're Absolutely. Like, yeah. It feels doing very original. Like Everything mm. about it feels very original and in keeping with that world. Mm. And they have really put a lot of effort into expanding on that world and making sure that it feels very rich. Yeah, there's like a lot of history behind everything that's happening on the screen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel it feels like that world has been around for a very 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 long time. There's no pandering to the audience about explaining exactly how everything works. Yeah, or... they don't treat you. Like you're, like you're not clever enough to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, the characters you just you just watch these characters live in it. It's like it's just an amazing show. I wanted to bring it up because it's like we've been obsessed with it over the last. We week. really have. We watched the first episode thinking, you know, well, we put the first episode on thinking this is going to be good, and then I think we were both blown away by how good it was. I went in with low expectations. I really did because really? Netflix for me, Netflix was something that was sort of dying off in my mind. Mm. I was like, I'm not really impressed with it. Like, I'm not impressed with what they're producing. I'm like, meh. I'm like, the film choices on there. They keep removing things that I want to watch. I have my, I put things on my list. So, like, yeah. when, when I come to watch a film, I'll sit down, I'll go through my list, and I'll pick what I want. But my list, every time I go on there, there's, like, four missing. Mm. And I'm like, what the heck did, ah. Uh. It's like, it's really irritating. But obviously, I understand that they they have to, I, I guess they've got, like, a certain amount of space or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't really know how it works, but I can imagine... Any, or, or maybe the rights to stream it run out or something like that. But I went in with low expectations. But then like over the last like two or three weeks, Netflix have won me back with the Dave Chappelle and Bill, Purr, Bill Burr specials. I thought they were hilarious. And then Dark Crystal. I was like, okay, Netflix, keep producing stuff like that. Keep throwing money at productions like that because that's good. Like I, I, I want that sort of stuff. Like the, you know, they're not, it didn't, what I mean is, like, Dark Crystal didn't feel like it was talking down to its audience at all. And even, like, to the kids who probably watch it. They say that in the making of it. Yeah, because it's very dark. It's I actually spoke to someone at work and said, oh, I wouldn't, let, I wouldn't let children watch it. And then we watched the making of, and I was like, I need to rethink what I think is appropriate for children to watch in a way. Because you can't wrap them up in cotton wool. <laughs> and if you think back to what we saw as children... Things we love. Yeah things that we really, really love, there were some really dark and scary things. Like, I know every one of our generation is absolutely terrified of um, the character in Who Framed Roger Rabbit when he gets run over by the steamroller. It's, <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> I was specifically terrified of that. I, don't know I about was scared ev- of it too. Okay, and so other that's people I've too. spoken to are scared yeah. of it. I just, because I remember as a kid watching him get run over by that steamroller because I didn't, because I was a kid, I didn't get the twist that he was a cartoon. Yeah. So like I saw him get run over and he's screaming and I thought they're actually just killing him and it was the most horrendous thing. Even though he was the bad guy, I felt like sorry for this guy. But then when his flat body started mm. moving, I ran out of the room. I was like, I, it just freaked me out. So I yeah, like it I was is, saying, to it's you, scary. And we we watch all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of things in children's like even Pixar that you watch and I think we don't clock that to a child that's really scary and we haven't quite picked up on that yet so my example is my friend Elizabeth her son was really upset by finding Nemo 
And when she said it, I was like, why? Like, it's mm. such a look. And then she explained, like, at the beginning of the story, the mum dies, all his brothers and sisters die, and all that's left is Nemo and his dad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so dark. Yeah, and it's, it's a that's genocide. Her son was sat next to his mum and got really upset because it made him think about things like that. And it's like, actually, that's really, really dark. And But it's important for children to be able to have access to these things because they've got to learn and they've got to figure out how to process stuff. Well, that's the thing. It's like, one way of looking at it is just like... You, they've got to learn about the world and the world isn't exactly all roses like it's not all nice so you have and the, the only way you're ever going to be able to face like the sort of dark times in the real world is to face them when you're really young because uh, you know when you watch something in a film that sort of jar, like scares you it it, do, it it prepares you that's what it essentially does it prepares you for going out into the world that, and yeah but like Kids are weird and they're different and they're flexible. Like, for example, I just said I was terrified of the ending of Hugh Frame, Roger Rabbit. But I could watch Alien when I was four or five when mum put that on. And that's definitely not for kids. No. And Robocop, which is a really violent movie. Like, so I used to watch all that stuff when I was a kid and that didn't phase me. I, I remember being sort of disturbed by the imagery, but I wasn't like waking up in the middle of the night like, oh God, and having night terrors or anything. But the Who Framed Roger Rabbit thing would just, it just got to me for some reason. I don't know if it was like what happened in the day or whatever. But then you watch it as an adult and you're like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> How could anyone actually be like scared of this? Yeah. But Dark but yeah, Crystal. Yeah, that was it, Dark Crystal. I was, I, as a grown woman, Watched it and I had to turn away at one point because yeah, I was really, scared by it. And um, so I, that's why I was concerned. I was like, I don't know if kids should watch this, but actually, no, I think it is it is appropriate. But you you need to like if your if your child is sensitive, maybe like look out for certain bits. Yeah, like the, like they didn't. But that's what I liked about it is they didn't hold back, and, I, and that's no. what surprised me because yeah. I was watching it going, this is like. For, for something that is aimed for a younger audience, mm. this is really well done and it doesn't even feel like it's talking down to the adults who might be watching. Yeah, let alone like, the children. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Absolutely, absolutely wonderful. It, like, all those fit I was saying to you about how much I love kind of a medieval era and mm. how I'd love to be able to just sort of immerse myself in that. Um, it ticks all of those boxes. Yeah, it's, it it's really amazing. does. And it's funny because it's set on another planet. Yeah, <laughs> it's another, just set up uh, yeah in space. completely different. <laughs> Completely different planet. They're technically aliens. Yeah, they are aliens. (laughs) Yeah, no, they really are. Which is nice. It's nice when, like, there's even in that, there's like a subtle grounding in our reality because you could imagine somewhere out there in the big wide universe is Thra. (laughs) Well, it's the, the, because the Jim Henson and Frank Oz, they all, like, they worked on Star Wars and stuff, so. It's, it's that same sort of thing. Star Wars, why that resonated with so many people in terms of its like convincing them that it was like a reality they could buy into is because it says that simple phrase right at the beginning, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far yeah, away. Yeah, so that it's, one's set in the past. That's set in the past, but in a galaxy far, far away. It's like a juxtaposition of future and past off somewhere in the, in the before we yeah. even come along. Yeah, so it's it, nice because then you can still associate it back to yourself, can't you? Yeah, exactly. So and And Dark Crystal does the same thing. It's like... We're going to see a lot of fantasy elements. You've got all these like woodland creatures and all this sort of stuff, but we're on another planet. Yeah. And it it's could be very, anywhere in the galaxy. It's a very common thing. Um, the dragon books that I really like, the Anne McCaffrey ones, mm. 
that that is set in a world where humans came from and it's only explained like if you have to get a few books in i think before it's met or it's kind of like alluded to in the first couple of books mm. but you just you kind of have to dig in and then you realize what happened and it's that people from our world must have learned some serious space travel and then they came over to this planet and landed and got completely cut off from earth because the main um, antagonist in the Anne McCaffrey books is a big star called the Red Star that shoots down things called Thread, which is like this plague that happens, you know, it burns. If the Thread itself hits you, it will burn you and it burrows into the ground and repopulates and eats everything. Mm. And the only way to stop it is dragons. Um, So the the Red Star (laughs) came along and not only the Thread, I believe what happens is that it then disrupted the signal back to Terra. So then they, they lost all communication with this past civilization which is our civilization so then and it's nice because then it explains why there's a lot of like crossover in the culture you're like oh that's a very like you know human thing to be doing Mm. because they're not aliens they're humans and the way they organize their um social structure and everything is sort of is very similar to what we would have done like a few hundred years ago so it's isn't i like when fantasy does that because it's you know, you could go off on any any which way tangent. So just having mm. a couple of little like anchor points for us is always quite pleasant. Yeah, exactly. Because it makes you kind of smile. <laughs> mm. And then Dark Crystal definitely has that. But yeah, I just wanted to mention it on this podcast just to say, if you're listening to this, go watch it. It's amazing. Like really. Yeah, re- really, best really thing, good. Best thing in my opinion Netflix has produced ever. Really good. I agree. Would you recommend that they take a turmeric active when they go no. to watch? No. No. <laughs> no. Do you feel like you could now run wild, Jack? Is it I, giving I felt, you I energy? Felt, if I'm honest, I felt like that before drinking the tea, so I can't kind of say energetic. yes. Can't give it that point. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, it's a beautiful box again. Fucking know how to make a very delightful looking box. But, okay, so... What would you rate that? Then? Out of ten? Five? Oof. Pretty low, isn't it? I just don't I feel was, like... I was, was going to say four. Four. I think because now I'm drinking lots of different tea, my palate is being spoiled. So the, I'm... Tr- the bar is being raised. It is being raised. So whereas that excitement I get at just trying something new is now being mitigated by, but it's not as good as this other new thing I had recently. Mm. Oh dear. Oh dear. Tea snobbery. But the thing is, Setting it's like... In. But the thing is that if they're two different teas... Yes. Can you really compare them? Yes. by your own enjoyment i can compare this to an english breakfast tea i enjoy the english breakfast tea more but yeah so this is enjoyment level i mean we could go on a whole tangent about the way subjective taste works Mm. but what i mean is like should you compare one english breakfast blend by one company to another english blend by another company i think you can yeah i'm not saying you can't but then i'm saying like we're, we're you're comparing this tea today to david's tea right yeah, pretty much, and all so, tea. But are th- those teas are so wildly different in, in how they're made? Is it a fair comparison? I think so because that's what reviewing is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You take a subject. I'm just, I'm just and you compare them to each I other. I compare them to and decide which one you think is better. Mm. Which but is it? No, but that, that's what, that. That's. Oh, I just hit the table. That's what I mean. Is it better, or are you saying which one is the one you'd prefer? For me, I think that means the same thing. I don't. Because I I drink tea to enjoy it and enjoy the taste. I don't know what other standard we would set it by. What if you wanted to mitigate a a, a terrible ailment? An ailment. Well, there you go. You might want to go for the turmeric. If I knew a bit more about turmeric and if I... (laughs) 
had been told more of the prophecies and was the feeling... The unproven medical prophecies. And if, if I was feeling unwell and had that and that made me feel better, that might be a different scenario. I don't feel unwell right now. See, this is, yeah, this is a long-standing debate, and obviously we talk about this all day, but like, like in the Jurassic fandom, this is what I'm fascinated most by, is the, almost the, the psych- psychology of why people choose to prefer something over something else. Like, the, the way reviews work. It's like, you can say this one's a, a, a better, but when you say, which one do you prefer? Some people, like, actually prefer to go for something that's technically not better because they like, they like the experience of that thing more. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I think so. But yeah, I think for the it's purpose, a really complicated sort of subject to really I think for the into. purpose of this podcast and what I've set out to do, <laughs> I think it's comparing yeah. this tea to an English breakfast tea is quite on point. Yeah. Well, I'm the one who gave it four out of ten. Yeah. (laughs) So, if you like turmeric, (laughs) this might be the tea for you. We're not sure. Do you? Maybe you've tried this tea and you think it's amazing, or maybe you know some more uh, properties of turmeric. I'm not sure. Um, But do let me know if you disagree, because I love I love a debate. Um, But there we are. Pucker turmeric active. So I'm going to find another weird and wonderful tea for us to try, or I might continue back on our, our tea master journey and get another um another tea like assam mm. that i'm not sure of i was thinking i might get a few different types of tea soon and we'll try them one after the other to try and figure out like out of the and black we can, teas we can go deeper into our conversation about about how to review a tea <laughs> how, how to just review in general yeah. just reviews in general and exactly. how they actually work yeah so we'll yeah. do that thanks for coming on again jack no worries i'm now gonna go make an old gray yeah <laughs> oh do we have old gray oh god don't no. don't say that we don't know so we're going to the shops so have a wonderful day everyone thank you for listening to pod tea i would read if you're listening to this on itunes I would really, really appreciate if any of you could leave a review, good or bad. Um, That would be really nice. It'd be great to interact that way. Um, Yeah. Until a fortnight's time, everyone. Toodle pits.